episodes this week. Tonight, I am going to preview college football week two and also Thursday Night Football, which is going to kick off in about an hour or so. And uh, tomorrow, I will put out my NFL week one predictions. So let's get straight into uh, the show today. Um, first, before we get to college football, I want to mention a couple of notes on some other things going on in the sports world. Um, breaking news today out of Pittsburgh. Um, TJ Watt, the superstar defensive end for the Steelers, he got re-signed to a very lucrative deal, uh, $112 million with $80 million of that guaranteed. So um, TJ Watt, just like his older brother JJ Watt, is making bank in the NFL, uh, becoming one of the best pass, ru- pass rushers in the game, and uh, he's, he gets rewarded with a super uh, large contract to boot. So he's going to be set on the Steelers for a while to come. Uh, the baseball, Nelson Cruz um, became the oldest player to hit 30 <coughs> Excuse me, 30 home runs at age 41. Um, also, going back to the NFL, Le'Veon Bell, he is basically going to be the Ravens' number one quarterback because the Ravens have lost both uh, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards to torn ACLs. Um, Gus Edwards went down with a torn ACL today in practice, and they also lost uh, their one of their best corners, uh, Marcus Peters. So the Ravens are dropping like flies at the moment. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, who... Uh, Retired out of the NBA due to heart condition. He is now back with the Nets. Uh, signs a one-year $2.6 million deal to come back to the Nets and uh, be on the roster. Who The roster, which is the favorite to win the NBA championship. Um, and pardon the background noise going on. I got my curtains open in my room because we don't have any AC at the moment in my place. So uh, hopefully we'll get that fixed if you hear any car noise in the background, I do apologize for the background noise. But moving on, uh, DeAndre Jordan got traded to the Pistons, got bought out by the Pistons, and now he is going to go on the Lakers, but um, he's not going to probably probably play a large role on the team. So it's basically an inconsequential move for the Lakers to sign DeAndre Jordan, who's <coughs> well past his prime. And the U.S. Open is going on. Um, They're in the semifinals in the ladies' round, and the men are – close to making it as well. Um, Djokovic uh, is into the semifinals, I believe. And uh, if Djokovic were to win the um, U.S. Open this year, he would break the tie with Rafa Nadal and Roger Federer for the most um, major titles in 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 men's tennis history. So uh, he's bound to do that at some point, and it'll probably be this tournament. All right. Moving on to college football week two, uh, got a lot of good games. Um, not going to go through every top 25 games because a lot of them uh, are kind of predictable and I don't have as much time as I would like. So first game I'm going to talk about is Coastal Carolina, number 17, playing Kansas. Coastal Carolina is a 25-point favorite. Um, Coastal Carolina has won the past two meetings. They were 11-1 last year. 8-0 in conference play. They run a triple option offense under quarterback Grace McCall, and they've won 13 in their last 14 games dating to last season. <coughs> Kansas only um, managed uh, 82 yards on 41 carries, so two yards a carry last uh, weekend versus South Dakota. South Dakota. Uh, and quarterback Jason Bean, who's a North Texas transfer, um, he didn't get a lot of offense going. Um, the key for Kansas under head coach Lance Leipold is to run the rock, but I just think Coastal Carolina is going to win this game out. 
with their overall talent. So Coastal Carolina wins, and they cover the spread minus 25 on Friday night. All right, moving on to Saturday. Got a really big game uh, between the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. It's the Big Noon kickoff on Fox, which is 11 a.m. Central on Fox. Number 12, Oregon taking on uh, number four, Ohio State in uh, Columbus. Uh, the big story of this game for Oregon is their best player, Kayvon Thibodeau, who's projected to go number one by a lot of people in next year's NFL draft. Um, he's day-to-day because he's his ankle got rolled up on uh, in last week's victory. And so we'll see if he plays in this game, and if he does, we'll see how well his ankle holds up. Oregon, as they've been known, have lot, lots of speed and offensive talent. Quarterback Anthony Brown, he's not a super elite quarterback, but he's a pretty good quarterback, and uh, Oregon will have a good pass rush. Ohio State, uh, C.J. Stroud made, made his debut last week versus Minnesota. Through four touchdowns, was pretty efficient after a shaky start. Running back Travion Henderson uh, reminds me a little bit of J.K. Dominance when he was at Ohio State, but a little bit bigger and a little bit faster. Uh, they have superstar receivers on the outside. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson made big plays last week versus the, the Gophers. Um, the offense line for Ohio State held up pretty well, and their pass rush got to Minnesota's quarterback, too. So the spread for this game is minus 14.5 um, for Ohio State. I think Oregon's going to keep it close, um, but I think Ohio State will end up pulling away. Uh, I'm going to predict 31 to 20 Ohio State, but I can see Ohio State and Oregon get into a shootout. Um, I'm confident in that confident in both of their offenses. All right, going through a lot more top 25 games, and I'm going to talk about two more games before I get to the uh, Thursday night game tonight. Uh, number 25 Auburn has a 99% chance against Alabama State at home. They'll win. Uh, number 13, Florida against South Florida in Gainesville. They should win. Virginia Tech coming off that massive win against North Carolina last Friday, uh, taking on Middle Tennessee State. Um, should have no issues there. Um, Notre Dame, uh, fresh off a win over Florida State down in Tallahassee, will host Toledo and get the win. Uh, number two, Georgia uh, beat Clemson last week. Big win in Charlotte. They're hosting UAB, and they should have no trouble with UAB. Cincinnati should beat Murray State, Penn State over Ball State, Alabama will crush Mercer, Clemson should bounce back against South Carolina State, Oklahoma should take care of Western Carolina, Wisconsin versus Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan may be a little sleepy, but probably not, Miami versus Appalachian State, close game maybe, but I, I'm going to pick the Hurricanes, Ole Miss <coughs> coming off a thrashing of Louisville on Monday, will take on Austin P and should win, North Carolina, um, is number 24 still in the polls, but they're um, going to be taking on Georgia State and probably going to get their first one of the year. Utah going on the road up to Provo, down to Provo to take on uh, BYU. Very close game. I could see BYU pulling off the mini upset at home. Um, USC going to host Stanford. Uh, Trojans should win. And then Arizona State taking on UNLV um, in Tempe. So Arizona State under Herman, which should get the job done. All right, the other two big games I'm talking about this weekend. Uh, number 15, Texas going on the road to take on Arkansas. That's a 6 p.m. Central kickoff on ESPN. Texas is a touchdown favorite in minus seven. Um, so Texas is coming off a nice win in their first game under Steve Sarkeesian uh, over uh, the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana, 38-18. to Quarterback Hudson Card threw a couple touchdown passes. Uh, running back John Robinson uh, was a superstar. 
They played like it. Uh, the Texas pass rush did a good job. The Arkansas, um, the key for Arkansas is to force Hudson Card to pass Texas out of the game, pass, te pass Texas to a win, and shut down Dijon Robinson. But I don't really see that happening with Arkansas. Arkansas has just not proven to be a great team uh, over the years, especially in conference play. But this is non-conference play. And quarterback KJ, Je KJ Jefferson, he's going to have to be uh, creative with his arm and legs in order to beat Texas. Seven-point favorite, Texas on the road. I'm going to go with Texas in a close game, call it 27-24, to 24, and they will not cover the spread. All right, the big game of this weekend that everybody's probably talking about is uh, Iowa versus Iowa State. Um, showdown uh, between uh, two top 10 teams, number 10 versus number 9. You got Kirk Ferentz for Iowa going up against Matt Campbell's Ohio State Cyclones. Um, the key for Iowa State will obviously be the play of quarterback Brock Purdy, who's uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the country. You've got Reese Hall running things out of the backfield for Iowa State. Uh, Iowa has a strong running game and they have a strong defense. Um, they dominated in a 34-6 victory against Indiana last weekend, um, and there's a good chance that they can hold Brock Purdy and uh, Hall in check. The thing is, uh, Iowa State is at home, and even though Iowa State overlooked them maybe a little bit uh, last weekend versus Northern Iowa, I still believe in Iowa State at home. Um, I'm going to say 31-20. It's going to be a close, fun game. But in the end, I think uh, Iowa State is going to get the job done, and it's going to be a big win for Matt Campbell and uh, Iowa State. All right, that is it for College Football Week 2. Going to preview Thursday Night Football, uh, which is kicking off in less than an hour. Um, again, I will put out my NFL Week 1 picks tomorrow um, for you guys. All right, moving on. So, Cowboys going to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers, who, of course, are the Super Bowl champions. Um First thing I look through at this game is the Bucks have just so much talent on both sides of the ball. If you look at the top 10, 12 players versus both teams, you got the Bucks who have majority of the top players. Um, on offense, for the Bucks, they have the GOAT Tom Brady at quarterback. Uh, at running back, you got um, Leonard Fournette. Uh, gosh, there's so there's so many players on the Bucks. I they all get mixed up. Uh, Giovanni Bernard. Leonard Fournette, and Ronald Jones, and he's probably the number one back. At receiver, you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, tight ends, Rob Ronkowski, Cameron Bray, O.J. Howard. Um, and the linebackers on defense, you got Devin White, Levante David, Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaquille Barrett. They lead the way with an improved secondary, too. So the Bucs are just absolutely stacked uh, coming off a Super Bowl victory. Um, for the Cowboys, they have a nice receiver core with CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Ezekiel Elliott's still one of the best running backs in the game of football. Key is for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott is going to make his first start since last season when he broke his ankle. Um, we will see how he fares up against that pass rush and see if he gets any, any get, get, gets into any room of throwing the ball just because um, he's had a soldier uh, shoulder issue throughout the preseason and he didn't get a lot of reps in training camp and the preseason. So bottom line, uh, I don't think the Cowboys' defense is going to be able to stop Brady very much. Um, I, I just think Tampa Bay is a nine-point favorite. That's a pretty large spread for an NFL game. At home, coming off 
Super Bowl victory, I think they're willing to defend their championship, and I think they won tonight by a score of 35-17. to 17. Um, They just will hold the Cowboys in check for most of the game. Uh, the Cowboys won't be able to get inconsistent or they're going tonight. All right, I will be back tomorrow with Week 1 NFL predictions. Thanks, and I'll see you tomorrow.